You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's your Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, February 18th, 2022, during our 27th year. On the air, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline, still enjoying all my bargain candy from the day after Valentine's Day, the real holiday. <laughs> that Wouldn't that be, um, oh, no, 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 Valentine's Day or Singles Awareness Day. Right. But either way, the real holiday is the day after. Right, when all the ca- candy's on clearance. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. And you pigged out, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, I thought so. Some tech news and commentary before we get to your calls. Don in LaBelle, Florida, standing by amongst others. And, of course, we want to hear from you because you make the show. So do participate, won't you, anytime, by the way. You don't have to wait till you hear us again on your favorite radio station or podcast or stream. You can call anytime, 24-7, seven days a week, 365 or 66 days a year, any whatever you'd like, anytime. Questions, comments, help for another listener, whatever the case. Chris, how do they participate? By using the free Into Tomorrow app and clicking that message to studio button. That's, that's one way. That's method one. Okay. Method two would be Numero dos. stopping by our website at intotomorrow.com and clicking that Ask Dave microphone. Oh, so and you can do that on anything, any device with a browser and a microphone. Right. So your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop. If you have a shoe phone, your shoe, whatever. I was just going to say, please don't say shoe phone. All right, I won't. Okay. Uh, method number tres. <laughs> would be uh, the uh, old-fashioned telefono method. Boy, now I want Trace <laughs> Leche. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you can call us at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Participate. Call in and win stuff. You know, we haven't heard Cameron say that yet on the show today, but... Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Oh, well, there there he is, right, right, right as we were yeah. needed, as he was needed. Yeah. All right. What do you got for us? Senators are still concerned that social networks aren't doing enough to protect children, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, the Washington Post reports Senators Marsha Blackburn and Richard Blumenthal have introduced a bill, the Kids Online Safety Act, or COSA. That would give kids more control over their privacy and safety on social media while setting stricter guidelines for the companies in question. Most notably, social media firms would have to give children under 16 tools to protect their data, turn off addictive features, and bow out of algorithm-based recommendations. The strongest settings would have to be enabled by default, according to the bill. Parents would also get controls to help pinpoint harmful behavior. Social networks, meanwhile, would have to, quote, prevent and mitigate exposure to inappropriate content, including self-harm, eating disorders, sexual exploitation, and alcohol. They would also have to conduct yearly independent audits of their COSA compliance and the risks to children. Good. Let's hope this works. And it's sad that it takes the government stepping in and selling these social networks, hey, you need to do more to protect children. But oh, of course. I agree that they need to do more. Well, because they think they, they police themselves. But yeah. no, they censor 
yeah. people, but they don't police themselves. Right. So a whole big difference. Now, we've go, we go from one end of the spectrum with kids, young people, to the other end of the spectrum with the elderly. A small study shows that adults age 75 or older living in independent living facilities or alone reported feeling less lonely after four weeks of using Alexa on the Amazon Echo. Adaptability, usefulness, enjoyment, social ability, perceived behavioral control, and companionship are the variables that most indicate human acceptance of social robots. And personal voice assistants are designed to exhibit all those characteristics. That, according to what researchers wrote in their findings. See, and you used to make fun of me for having conversations with Alexa. Yeah, because you're not 75 or older. Well, I feel like it. it. Well, that's a whole different story. But I think that's interesting. So when I get to be that age, of course, it be, probably wouldn't be Alexa anymore or Google Home. Or, and mind you, it's not just Alexa. It's also Google Home. And as long as any personal assistant exhibits those kind of characteristics and can help you. As long as you still have your garbage can to talk to, you'll be fine. You know, that's sad. Because <laughs> and why am I the only one that talks to my garbage can? Because it's a garbage can. Well, but you can still t- see. I have a can that you say, open can. And it opens. When your hands are full... Then you don't have to wave your hand on the top because that's the other way to open it. And you th- you come in and just always wave your hand. I, I said, refu- just talk I, to I my garbage. I refuse to talk to a garbage can. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's high tech. <laughs> You're not impressed. No. All right. Two years after going bankrupt, MoviePass is being reborn. Oh, boy. How is that, that's going to go well, I'm sure. Yeah. Now, instead of allowing users to watch unlimited films for $10 a month, which was a business model that drew customers but failed to yield profits, the new MoviePass will offer a tiered service with movies costing credits based on their popularity and screening time. Another twist, when the service relaunches this summer, subscribers will be able to earn credits by watching ads on their phone, provided that they allow the software to track their eye movements to ensure that they're actually watching the ads. Oh. Which, of course, is something that I've played a lot of games where in order to get you know coins or something, you have to watch ads. And I'll just I'll let the ad play and I'll put my phone down while I do something else. Well, you won't be able to do that with this because it'll have to be watching your eyes. Eye tracking. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, MoviePass founder Stacy Spikes laid out his vision for the ad watching service at an event last week in New York City. Uh, Spikes, who previously raised $56,000 on Kickstarter for the ad-watching program dubbed Pre-Show, pitched it as a way for viewers to cash in on their ad consumption in exchange for free films. (laughs) Oh, God. It sounds like it's just going to get a lot more complicated than it used to be. Because I was one of those original members, because back in the day, this was, what, three, four years ago, I guess? They went bankrupt two years ago, so about three years ago. About three years ago. When, before the pandemic and all this other nonsense, when me and a bunch of friends would like to go to movies regularly, we got the movie pass. And we thought, how the heck are the theaters making any money? Well, except at the concession stands, where they rip you off. But that's great for us as consumers. So we milked it for all it was worth until they went bankrupt. So you're, you're the reason they tanked. I beg your pardon. I was doing business with them the way they asked to do business. Right. I didn't make them tank. They did. So now I don't know if I'm, are you going to 
apply or subscribe to the new service? I only go to the movies with you, so I don't go very often. <laughs> well, that's true. We take Cam and some friends, and we go see stuff he wants to see frequently. Because yeah. even even you know paying twenty dollars for a, an early release or an early access, I think they call it at home, to you know is is cheaper than paying ten dollars for a movie ticket, than ten dollars for a thing of popcorn, and twenty eight dollars for a, a diet coke. You, know. <laughs> you pay twenty eight bucks well, for a diet coke. Seems like it. Jeez. <laughs> Viacom CBS is getting a new name, Paramount. <laughs> because <there's laughs> they've changed their names so many times lately, it's absurd. Well, because they recently changed the app from CBS All Access to Paramount Plus. So yeah, but now- what, first of all, isn't CBS a bigger name in the long run? I mean, everybody knows CBS. Well, you would think, unless but- you think they're talking about the pharmacy because they meant CVS, but. Maybe that's mm-hmm. part of the confusion. Well, but the, the media behemoth, which was created through the merger of CBS and Viacom in 2019, said that the rebrand is meant to focus on the company's goal of becoming a major player in streaming. Yeah, okay. Uh, CEO Bob Backish said Paramount intends to, quote, turn streaming into a sustainable business for the future. The company intends to hit 100 million streaming subscribers by 2024. They intend to. Yeah, up oh. from its previous goal of 65 to 75 million during the same time frame. The company plans to further its international expansion and offer mobile-only plans in some regions to hit its aggressive subscription goals. Um, it'll also start streaming all Paramount movies exclusively on Paramount Plus starting in 2024 in the U.S. following their theatrical runs. Interesting. Much like, um, I guess, uh, which one of the studios does with the HBO Max. Mm-hmm. True. I forget now which one it is, but you know, probably the people probably screaming in their, into their Warner Brothers, I think it is. Is it Warner Brothers? Maybe. Might be. I don't know. <laughs> People scream into your radio and give us the answer. Or better yet, just call and tell us. Because we don't know everything. Yeah. We pretend to. But come on. We're only human. Yeah. You were talking about uh, subscription movie passes again. Well, how about ADT and Ford have jointly invested $100 million in a company called Canopy. This is a subscription service that brings home security type technology to automobiles. The system will be self-installed at launch, but Ford is working to bring integrated cameras to monitor your vehicles in the future. Huh. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Several applications filed with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office at the end of 2021 by Walmart Connect, the retailer's digital advertising arm, indicate Walmart could soon launch its own Oh, boy. Cryptocurrency and non-fungible tokens. I also read that there's... Just what you want is a Walmart fungible token. I also read that they're coming to the metaverse. Yeah. Well, the company's initial foray into the emerging metaverse also included applications for shopping services called Verse to Store, Verse to Curb, and Verse to Home. I wonder if you're shopping at Walmart in the metaverse, if you'll see other people's avatars in their pajamas or something. (laughs) Now, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because they have no uh, clothing attire rules. Uh-uh. Just come as you are. Just yeah. spend money with us. You mentioned Ford earlier. The Ford is encouraging its customers to 3D print new accessories for the company's new 2022 Maverick truck. This week, Ford released CAD files of the Maverick storage area under the rear seats and also for its slotted accessories called the Ford Integrated Tether System, or FITS. It's a Pretty interesting. How, how cute. Yeah. Um, there are a total of eight FITS slots in the vehicle. These are basically slots where you attach accessories to. Uh, there's a total of eight FITS slots in the vehicle. One behind the center console where a cup holder would normally go in many vehicles, and seven under the rear seat bench. 
It's designed to be modular, allowing customers to order a set of accessories to fit different needs, like storage dividers to separate cleats and footballs or grocery bag hooks. Some who bought the compact truck early before it became sold out got creative with the slots, designing and 3D printing their own Fitz accessories and putting them up for sale. Things like a dog water bowl and vape holders. Yeah, vape holders. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so now Ford is encouraging people to print your own accessories to then fit into their new vehicles. But they're providing some as well. Yeah. So that could work. All you need is a 3D printer uh-huh. and a bunch of content stuff. Yeah. Although uh, one of the uh, articles I read, the, uh, the the author of the article was saying that he learned the hard way not to use whatever their, their PLA, which is the most common thing, because once you leave your car parked in a hot mm. area, he said that the cup holder that he print, 3D printed all melted. Oh, great. <laughs> that had to be a mess to yeah. clean so up. I guess you have to use the more heavy-duty plastics. I would suggest yeah. that you do that. A while back, Jeff Bezos shocked Amazon investors to the core with his bold prediction, quote, I predict one day Amazon will fail, close quote. In a recent interview, uh, Bozo explained that he believes Amazon will be disrupted one day and eventually will go bankrupt. What might be even more alarming is that Bezos has been dumping roughly $1 billion worth of Amazon stock every year. Hmm. But he's still building his boat. Boy, we got a lot of response from the tech news item last week about, where's this? Rotterdam, I think it was, where they have to dismantle a bridge for his new yacht to fit to go out into sea. His nearly half a billion dollar yacht. Yeah. But he's dumping roughly a billion dollars worth of Amazon stock every year. That doesn't sound like he expects too much from his company. Well, he's got to pay for his yacht. He's got to pay to have this bridge dismantled and put back together. That's true. And and all the citizens of the area are going to line the bank as the boat goes by. And throw eggs at And it. throw <laughs> eggs at the new yacht. I yeah. think that's awesome. Uh-huh. I hope they stain. Me too. And stink. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty bizarre. Well, don't uh, don't boats have poop decks? So isn't there, ah. isn't there something else that would be a little more appropriate to throw? Than oh, eggs? Are, what are you suggesting? <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm just you know I've you know I just I've, I've heard that term you know associated with boats. I so see. Oh, you yeah, have right. to go there. Yeah, but yeah, aim for the poop deck. <sighs> That'd be kind of funny. Uh, Google this past Wednesday announced that it's adopting new privacy restrictions that will cut tracking across apps on its Android devices, following a similar move made by Apple last year that upended several firms' advertising practices. The changes could affect big companies that have relied on tracking users across apps like Facebook parent Meta. Apple's adjustments hit Meta particularly hard, for example. Meta said earlier this month Apple's privacy changes will decrease the social media company's sales this year by about $10 billion. That news contributed to wiping $232 billion from the company's market cap in a single day, eventually pushing the total below $600 billion. Last June, for uh, contrast, Meta was worth more than a trillion dollars. Interesting. That roller coaster ride has got to be driving them a little nuts. Yeah. So I guess Amazon's not the only one that's going to fail. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Not surprisingly, the COVID-19 pandemic led to a spike in personal computer sales in 2020 and 2021 as workers switched to telecommuting and students transitioned to online and hybrid learning. 
That growth, even amid a worldwide chip shortage, continued in the last year. PC purchases jumped 10 to 15 percent over already impressive figures in 2020. Consumer trends are also showing that people want more from their machines, such as greater processing power and better gaming capabilities due to work and lifestyle changes brought about by the pandemic. Interesting. Dawn in LaBelle, Florida is participating with the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Don. Hi, Dave. Watched all of your uh, videos and listened to your podcasts online. And my favorite interview was the CEO of the uh, Wellness Test from Vivu. I guess that's how you pronounce it. And I actually ordered one of those. I haven't uh, got it yet or tried it, but it seems very, very interesting that you can do so many different tests at home with that uh, test kit. So I'm looking forward to trying that. And uh, my least favorite interviews were the ones where the products were not yet available. So I thought those are kind of useless uh, that they're advertising something that may or may not be available anytime soon. Thanks a lot. Enjoyed your four weeks of shows. Well, thank you, Don. We appreciate that. It's great to hear from listeners because I've asked everybody to tell us what you liked most about what we covered at CES and what you like least. So he brings up some good points. And of course, the reason that we do talk about uh, things that are not quite available yet is because the name of our show is products available today and into tomorrow. Now, if it's too far away, we don't want to tease you either but brought up some good points. Thank you. We want to hear that from others in our audience as well. Do join us, won't you? Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. That's 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. Now you have a tech question? Call us anytime. 1-800-899 and 2-1-800-899-4686. Call in win stuff. Thank you. How old was Cameron then? Maybe 4, you think? Maybe. It was he started with us very early on. But he's going to be 10 in April. Hard to believe. Wow. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm uh, the old guy, his grandfather, Dave. I'm the uh, old-ish guy, his father, Chris. Yeah. (laughs) And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast. It'll be easier, in fact, for most Into Tomorrow listeners. They've got plans starting at just $12 a month. Go to blubrry.com. 
Uh, stay tuned. In just a few minutes, we'll be joined by Travis Fry. He's the chief technology officer with a company called Calixt. They're a biotechnology company that has launched an initiative focused on engineering synthetic biology solutions. Pretty interesting, if you ask me. Something about uh, using a lab to then create some things that plants, I guess, naturally create or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, but fascinating. So do stay tuned for that interview coming up after this next commercial break. It's time for our Evolve History Feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this week's look back at IFA's historic past. Here's Chris Grave line. IFA history. IFA, IFA, IFA. The tube-based TV sets dominated the market since the beginning of the real mass market in the early 50s. The screens got bigger, but also very heavy and bulky. Stereo sound and color TV were the only innovations until the introduction of a remote control. In the beginning, connected to a TV with a cable. Cool. Introduced first by Zenith in the U.S. named Lazy Bones. Which is what in my head I used to call you when I was a kid because I was the remote control. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, I would never say that out loud. No, of course not. No, no. No problem. Yeah. Then remotes went wireless, first using ultrasound technology, which is where we get the term the clicker, because those first remotes used a clicking sound, and when the TV picked it up, it changed channels. That ought to keep the little squirts happy. But that was not very reliable, so the switch was made to infrared, a technology still used today. IFA was, of course, showing all of these latest innovations. That's this week's IFA update, brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. And we have every reason to believe that we will be visiting them again this year in September. Yeah. So if you're looking for a very cool city to visit, Berlin, Germany, and a very cool show to visit because it's open to the public, do check out ifa-berlin.com and join us there in person in September. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline, now in our 27th year, bringing you the latest in cool tech. All kinds of consumer gadgets and gizmos, products and services, all sorts of technology available today and into tomorrow. And of course, you make the broadcast each and every week. Your calls, your participation, your help for other listeners, adding to some of our answers, your tech rage, whatever the case, we want to hear from you because, again, hearing you on the air makes the broadcast. And you don't have to wait till you hear us the next week. You can call anytime, 24-7, and we'll address your concerns on the next broadcast. You see, it's very easy. You can use your phone. I know that's odd. The old-fashioned way, use your phone. Call 800-899-INTO. Anytime, your convenience, 800-899-4686. Or you can mash that Ask Dave button on the website at intotomorrow.com. You'll see it on the right-hand side or lower right, depending on what device and browser. But on anything 
that has a microphone and a browser. Your phone, your tablet, your computer, your shoe phone, whatever the case, you could join us that way. Or, of course, with the Into Tomorrow app, and you can just press that button that says Message the Studio. Either way, we want to hear from you. Intotomorrow.com for more detail. Sustainability is certainly one of the most critical goals for the future of our planet, if you will, heading into tomorrow. Our next guest is with a biotechnology company that has launched an initiative focused on engineering synthetic biology solutions. Very cool stuff. We're joined by the chief technology officer, Ph.D. of a company called Calixt, Dr. Travis Fry. How are you, sir? I'm very good, Dave. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, I know that it's estimated that more than 80% of all known natural compounds can be produced by plants. And I think maybe sometimes we don't realize how involved plants are in our daily lives. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I, you know, I got started in, in this business at a very young age, just in awe of what plants are capable of. And when you think about what plants have evolved to do, they they basically have to get all of, of their resources uh, being stationary. They can't move like you or I can to, to get our food and our energy. Um, and those plants have evolved a very unique way to then produce these chemistries that they need to, to grow and, and live and defend themselves. The challenge has always been... Um, accessing some of these plants and chemistries uh, because they're limited in nature. They might be finite or in fragile ecosystems, uh, or they may just take a very long time to grow. And what we've done here at Calix is, is uh, build a system that we call our plant spring platform that allows us to design, engineer, and verify through chemistry that we're able to produce uh, these very unique chemistries using our plant-based system. And we like to call it our plant cell matrix. And we put that in then to our biofactory, which, which essentially allows us to take what normally would be produced sometimes in very uh, finite regions of the world uh, in very small quantities. And we're able to then multiply that up in our biofactory, which is indoors. It can be grown 24-7. It, it doesn't have any of the challenges with climate. Uh, or uh, any of the challenges with, you know, growing it out on, a, on an acre of land, we can put it anywhere. And it gives us the ability then to produce those chemistries that our customers and ultimately uh, their consumers are demanding uh, be more sustainable in their products. Uh, Dr. Fry, it, it seems that as a result of the kinds of things you're talking about, plants are absolutely the key to a sustainable future then. We believe so. We believe that uh, to date, plants have had a, a really significant role in our daily lives, primarily in food. And we believe that calyx, they can be used for more than food. They can be used for uh, all aspects of our lives, everything from nutraceuticals, cosmeceuticals, uh, in the pharma industry, which for for many, many, many years, uh, a lot of the, the most valued drugs uh, came from plants originally, uh, and, and because of sourcing issues, they weren't able to be continued, uh, so they had to actually find synthetic ways to produce them. Wow. With our technology, we now can address that, that sourcing issue. So that's, of course, one, one of the many things that Calixt is doing on a regular basis involving plants. Yes. Yes, we, we, we've been working uh, on, on this, this technology for the last uh, 11 years, and we've gotten very, very good at understanding the metabolism of plants and, and really how to, to program it 
and engineer the plant to produce those chemistries uh, of interest. And we, we leverage a lot of different types of technologies to do that. And probably one of the most impactful technologies that we've been starting to use is artificial intelligence and machine learning. And that's been, a, that's been impacting our ability to be more efficient and more successful uh, than ever in terms of bringing these uh, new technologies and, and, and new plant uh, production capabilities to life. Wow. I mean, it sounds like you guys are certainly on top of these kind of things. I love how at your website at com, and by the way, it's C-A-L-Y-X-T, com. nature-inspired technology-driven. I mean, that caught our attention right there. And that apparently is what makes Calix uh, and your solutions different from others. Yeah, very much so. Uh, you know, when you, when you look across the industry, especially focused on synthetic biology, uh, fermentation has been the primary sort of dominant technology that's, that's been used to bring some of these chemistries. When you think about the number of natural products that are available on the market, or at least they've been classified to date, there's probably in excess of 170,000, 80% of which only plants can produce. And we expect that there's probably in excess of a million. And with that percentage, you think, okay, plants are really, really positioned well to produce those chemistries. The challenge is, is there, there hasn't really been a capability to reliably source it. And that's where we believe our plant spring platform and our biofactory really comes into play to help provide a source of these chemistries for really innovative companies to meet their customers' demands. Is that how you, in fact, uh, apply artificial intelligence into your process? And it does, in fact, make a difference then? It it does. We, We started using artificial intelligence and machine learning in our processes uh, as, as, as we think about how to, to reprogram the DNA, one of the challenges, we, we use the DNA that's inherent to the plant. So we're not adding, any, adding anything foreign to the, to the, to the plant. Good. But there's many, many combinations of approaches that we can use to get to the final product. And in some cases, those approaches may not be fully understood or known. And so we have to experiment our way to the final product. And with all those combinations, our scientists have a lot of different directions they can go, but the AIML was helping us narrow down and, and really sort and prioritize which directions to take, which then gave us the ability to make more efficient use of our time and resources to more quickly get to that end product. Once we started producing those, what we call our plant cell matrix, or the, the actual plant that produces the chemistries, then we actually had to figure out a way to, to produce it in a reliable and a productive way. And the AIML is starting to help us think about the many, many parameters that we use within our bioreactor, which we recently just uh, commissioned here in, in our Minnesota facility. It allows us to narrow in on the most important parameters that we need to focus on to optimize the growth of that material to yield the highest amount of chemistry. But then also it helps us predict how we scale that at a larger, if we were to take it to a larger system than our current pilot scale bioreactor, it gives us all the parameters and and helps us narrow in on what is most important to focus on optimizing. So it it has really helped us save time. It's helped to make our scientists 
more efficient with with their resources and and how they design their experiments and and also execute on the business needs. Well, I find it truly fascinating. And and I'm reminded uh, of another show that I hosted, gee, about 100 years ago, it seems, where I frequently had the author, uh, Jerry Baker. No, don't know if you ever heard of him, but he was the author of a series of books called Talk to Your Plants. And what was fascinating about that is that he did, in fact, talk about how you care for your plants and actually talk to them, you know, get involved with them in that sense. You guys are talking to your plants in a, in a way with machine learning and AI that is truly into tomorrow. Well, and I take it one step further. The, the AIML is helping us translate the plant language so that we can understand it. Wow. In, in many ways, the, the plants are extremely complex, and we've, we've just started to uncover the real potential Mm-hmm. And we believe the AIML will help us better understand both how they're speaking in their own DNA and, and how they produce these chemistries, but also how how we can help um, with our capabilities and technology uh, to build the chemistries and the, and the plants that, that our customers really need. So not only are you talking to your plants, but your plants are talking back to you in that sense. And I think that's truly and, and, bizarre and interesting. <laughs> In, in some senses, yes, the, yeah. the, the real potential and if you think about the number of pathways and, and capabilities that plants possess, we're just starting to better understand that. And the AIML is really giving us uh, great insights into understanding that at a, at a greater level than we've ever, we've ever had in our history. That's awesome. And Travis, can you give us quickly a couple of examples, maybe how the technology that you guys are working on might impact the products and, and so forth that we might use in our everyday lives? Sure. I, you know, one of the biggest areas that we see plant-derived chemistries is obviously in the pharma sector. Um, most of the, the, the really valuable drugs that have been developed against many of the most challenging diseases, including cancer, have come from or were derived originally from plants. And so there's a huge potential there in terms of getting access to, you know, that some million-plus chemistries that haven't really been under either classified or understood previously. Mm-hmm. Um, when you start thinking about uh, cosmetics and nutraceuticals, bringing to bear some of the benefits being antioxidant uh, type of capabilities um, that, that plants offer, um, even just you know keeping uh, what I would consider to be a cleaner source of those. Um, right now, some of those are, are sourced from uh, open fields, and, and sometimes those plants can hyperaccumulate heavy metals. Um, those heavy metals can contaminate the ingredients, which obviously reduces the supply of those ingredients if they're if if they're too heavy in metal. But it also just it's a challenge to to handle those. Uh, and then lastly, I think it's about resource depletion. Many of the most valuable plant species on the planet that have these really unique chemistries can't be can't be easily sourced. Um, they may be in an Amazonian rainforest, and they're hard to get to, hard to discover. Um, in many cases, they may be hard uh, or take a long time to produce if they're coming from a tree, for example. Yeah. And so with our system, we're able to produce those chemistries in a much faster way in an indoor uh, bioreactor environment. So we, we can do that more sustainably and do it on a, uh, you know, a, a 24-hour 
uh, a day model, uh, 365 mm. days a year, really anywhere that you can put the facility. Love it. And who knows, maybe your research and the things that you do at Calix are going to make a difference, maybe even solve the common cold or or cancer, or at least help us with COVID nonsense as, you know, 127 variants are coming out. Who knows? I mean, the future is there, and the kinds of research that you guys are doing is absolutely fascinating. No doubt we can get more info at your website at com. right? Yes, you can. com. It's C-A-L-Y-X-T dot com. Thank you, Travis, for joining us. Fascinating stuff. We've got to get you back on as you do more and more and come up with uh, more things that we can talk about. Well, thank you, Dave. We appreciate you inviting us on. It's our pleasure. Again, I'm Dave Graveline. Into Tomorrow continues. Don't go away. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. As Into Tomorrow continues, did you know that spam email was actually named after the canned meat we have, a, yeah, we have a can right here in the studio. Look at yeah. that. Spam. And it's good forever, I think. In a Monty Python skit, they said spam meat was horrible and being ubiquitous and inescapable. Much like spam email. Exactly. <laughs> now, unless you're from Hawaii, where they eat spam a lot. Yeah. I don't know anywhere else they do. <laughs> I used to eat it. I used to, you know. I used to have it as a Boy Scout on camping trips. Pan fry it, put it on some toast with a slice of cheese. It was pretty good wasn't really good. It was no. just pretty good. But, you know, growing up poor in South Florida, this is what we <laughs> eat. What are you, growing up poor? I don't, I don't like you never poor. had a poor part of your entire life. No. I fed you every single day. Spam except sometimes. For, yeah, except but. for when you didn't. And I was stuck in the corner eating, you know, the three-year-old can of Spam that was from the hurricane kit. That's not true. You're making people think that I'm just a terrible parent. Your mother was the terrible one. Isn't isn't the new fad today to spread misinformation? I'm just trying to spread more misinformation. No, it's not the fad. Oh, Oh, okay. That's just what some people do that they shouldn't. No. This portion of Into Tomorrow, let me save us, is uh, brought to you in part by HughesNet. Too late. Enjoy more of everything the Internet has to offer, including correct information. Text RADIO to 35000 if you'd like more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. Mohammed in Katif, Saudi Arabia, downloads the free Into Tomorrow podcast. He says each and every week. And then he clicked on the Ask Dave button to participate at intotomorrow.com. Mohammed, hello. Hello. Dave, Chris, Cameron, 
and everyone in the sh- on the show. Thank you for your 26 years of providing us with knowledge and educating us. I have a problem with a new Dell Inspiron 2-in-1 laptop with the touch screen. It's a three-month-old laptop. I've noticed that the battery was draining a little bit too quickly, but recently it dies completely after a full charge, and I set it to sleep mode, disconnected, wake up the next morning, and it's completely dead to the point where I cannot start the laptop unless I plug it in. I am puzzled by this, and I'd really appreciate any help you can offer me. Well, Mohammed, one of three things has to be happening. Number one, you have a rough process going crazy and eating up your battery. You can check for that by looking at Windows Task Manager and sorting by what is using the most CPU or RAM. Two... If that looks normal, something may be wrong with your computer, and after three months, you should be able to have it fixed or replaced under warranty, I would hope. So it would be good to reach out to whoever you bought it from. Now, the third thing that may be happening, the last thing that may be at play here is that that is just how long the battery lasts. I hope not, but that could be the case. Some don't last any longer than about five hours, even while sleeping. That's rarer these days than it used to be, but it's not impossible. Yeah, now, by the way, Windows has been pushing out some power management updates, and some companies are advising people to fully turn off their laptops before putting them uh, in backpacks because the new functionality can cause them to overheat and potentially catch fire in restricted airflow. Oops. Now, that means Windows itself might be to blame for abusing your battery life while the battery is asleep, especially if there's a Wi-Fi network around. Yeah. Intotomorrow.com. We can meet there. Attention Medicare beneficiaries! Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. When you participate here on Into Tomorrow, anytime, 24-7 at your convenience, and you are heard on the air participating, you win fabulous prizes. And while we always have to say no promises, no guarantees, but do tell us, mention one or two or three of the items that we're about to tell you, and we'll do our best to get one of them to you. We've got uh, from Benji Lock, fingerprint padlocks. Your finger is your key, or the key is your fingertips. That, something yeah, like that, yeah. exactly. <laughs> from Alago, protective silicone cases for Apple TV and Apple TV Siri remotes. From Sylvania, Smart Plus Wi-Fi light bulbs so you can control your lights from any mobile device. More cool stuff we brought back from CES with us. Several Elite 7 Pro true wireless earbuds from Jabra. And from Dantech, Bob, the ultra-compact dishwasher. Yeah, so if you live alone, or one or two of you, and that's it, small apartment, an RV, whatever the case, or you just don't ever have many dishes, this is perfect. Yeah, they say it'll do the daily dishes for two people. There you go. 
and check it out. We've got links to all of our prizes so that you can learn more about them when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. And, of course, when you subscribe to our free once-a-week tech newsletter, 800-899-INTO, or just click that Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. 